welcome to Worship at Home on Sunday the 8th of November 2020, the third Sunday before Advent, Remembrance Sunday service. The Bible reading is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verses 14 to 30. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer, for I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfilment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with me on the table. The Son of Man will go as it has been decreed, but woe to that man who betrays him. They began to question among themselves which of them it might be who would do this. A dispute also arose among them as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, The kings of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest, and the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You are those who have stood by me in my trials, and I confer on you a kingdom, just as my father conferred one on me, so that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve trials tribes of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Remembrance and sacrifice are concepts at the heart of Christian understanding. Each time we share Holy Communion, the Eucharistic prayer, or prayer of thanks, is an act of remembrance as commanded by Christ in his own words, as we heard in our reading from the Gospel of Luke. Christ's sacrifice is fundamental to our understanding of God's love for us, that while we were still sinners and with a love stronger than death, he opened wide his arms on the cross. And yet, 
Remembrance Sunday, remembering all those whose lives were sacrificed in the cause of our freedom in war, can sit uncomfortably in a faith setting. Remembrance Sunday, or Remembrance Day on the 11th of November, is for some more a civic or national day, not an expression of faith. And what does our narrative of sacrificial love say to those who have lost loved ones in armed conflict? People who know and declare those will claim that they did not want to die, of course. They hoped they would be among the men and women returning home safely. Acts of remembrance can feel like cold comfort. Nonetheless, to fail to remember would hurt more. It fascinated me to read Luke's account of the Last Supper again. Unlike in church, when I recite Jesus' words, Do this in remembrance of me, and we all solemnly take part in the act of communion, Jesus' disciples started to argue, first in response to the suggestion of betrayal and who it would be, and then in relation to who would be the greatest. Could you imagine if we did that in church after we'd received communion, the liturgy rewritten so that the Eucharistic prayer was followed by a debate between the pews rather than a blessing? My fear is that sometimes we do that anyway. How many times, having left the church building, have we gone home to dissect the congregation, irritated or scoffing at some individual, or grumbling about some aspect of the humanly imperfect worship? Rob Parsons wrote a book, the snappily titled Getting Your Kids Through Church Without Them Ending Up Hating God, in which he said the biggest single factor that disillusioned youngsters had about the church was hearing grown-ups grumbling about it and each other. But the scene of the disciples arguing around the dinner table here is authentic in that it evidences two things. First, that they failed to realise something enormous was about to rock their worlds. That is usually the case even when we expect loss or disaster, we can't actually know how it will feel in the event and until it happens. More often, shock and surprise add to the experience because we don't know what is around the corner. Secondly, we should note that conflict is normal. That makes a rather bold statement, but it's a true one. Nonetheless, much as we might like to imagine for ourselves a utopia where we don't ever have to fight, argue or disagree, that is not the state of our fallen world, nor of our relationships within it. Look around, there is always conflict, in our workplaces, families and churches. We see public wrangling and conflict in our politics. And when we fail to manage conflict politically, it leads to war. Which brings me back to Remembrance. Remembrance Sunday is not, and never was, about glorifying war. It is not about national pride or even bereavement. Essentially, 
It is about gratitude, commitment and hope. Gratitude for our freedom and thanks for those whose service service became sacrifice given to protect it. Commitment. A commitment to work towards reconciliation and to work for better relationships internationally and individually. Conflict will always be there. We need to work at it. And hope. Hope for a better future that springs from our remembrance and reflection. Today, we cannot meet in public worship for Holy Communion. Perhaps then, it's time to reflect on what a privilege it is to be able to worship and share at the Lord's table when we are able. It might have become such a complacent practice that we forgot that. And we can also reflect today on Jesus' words in that first instance, do this in remembrance of me. Reading the whole of the Gospel account to think about the conflict that surrounded and came after that moment. And then know that our experience as Christians is one that speaks into Remembrance Sunday as we pray with gratitude commitment and hope. Amen. Let us pray. On this Remembrance Sunday, let us bring before the God of peace our prayers for the world, the Church and all his people. Merciful God, we pray for peace in our hearts and homes, in our nations and our world. The peace which is your will, the peace which we so badly need. We remember today, O Lord, all those who have died in any kind of war throughout your world, soldiers who perished in the horror of battle, innocent people caught up in areas of war whose lives have been lost or torn apart. Today we remember especially those victims of the two world wars, including those close to us or to our parents and grandparents. We remember those who came home with terrible injuries, both physical and psychological, and those whose loved ones never returned. We pray for those who have fought in more recent wars and those in current conflicts on the world stage, those who mourn loved ones lost and those who fear for their friends and family in hostile areas. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Remembering the conflict, conflicts of the past and the sacrifices which were made, we pray for a world where war is still a grim reality. Lord, as we remember those who have lost their lives, help us to renew our fight against cruelty and injustice, against prejudice tyranny and oppression. Still we cry out to you in the darkness of our divided world. 
Let not the hope of men and women perish. Lord, hear our prayer for the multitudes in every country who do not want war and are ready to walk the path of peace. May their voice be heard and may they not lose heart. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for the leaders of the nations at this time, asking for you to pour out your spirit of reconciliation on them. Give them a longing to bring freedom from fear and freedom from want for all peoples. Give strength and courage to those who bear heavy responsibilities for the peace of the world. We pray also for the Christian Church, called to witness to your love in this generation. May Christians work with all people of goodwill to break down the barriers which divide. May those who profess one faith respect those who sincerely hold another faith and build a community where there is harmony and understanding. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, we pray for all who face difficulties in their personal lives, problems in their families, in their relationships, in their neighbourhoods or in their workplace. Help them to be calm in times of uncertainty and patient with those around them. Show us when we can help and give support to others around us. Our hearts and prayers go out to all who mourn the loss of those we have loved. When we lose someone close, we feel that a part of us dies as well, but a part of them lives on in us. Give us strength and understanding to honour and cherish that gift. Help all those who are bereaved to find the same consolation in that knowledge of your love, that they may honour the past by looking to the future. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, a light which no darkness can quench. We remember you. Turn our darkness into light. In your light we shall see light. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And the Collect for the third Sunday before Advent. Almighty Father, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of all. Govern the hearts and minds of those in authority and bring the families of the nations, divided and torn apart by the ravages of sin, to be subject to his just and gentle rule, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. And we say the Lord's Prayer in its traditional form. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you for joining me for Worship at Home this Sunday the 8th of November. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do share it with others And if you'd like to receive the Worship at Home prayer sheet by mail or email, do let me know at revlucylunn at btinternet.com. Goodbye.